Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Thursday, October 10th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, a number of African-American abstract artists are gaining recognition for their contributions to the genre, but for some, it is coming decades after many of their white counterparts received acclaim. I'm scared out of my wits. I don't want to be 75 and then all of a sudden I'm getting more recognition. I need to have that recognition now. I'm 65 years old. St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis tells us about two St. Louis institutions showcasing the work of black artists. First, the news. We will have details on the big Cardinals win in just a bit, but we start today with growing opposition to that new Planned Parenthood clinic in the Metro East. Hundreds turned out yesterday to protest the Fairview Heights clinic. Here's St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt. The new 18,000-square-foot facility isn't even open yet, but that didn't stop hundreds from voicing their opposition to it. Republican State Representative Avery Bourne of Raymond, Illinois, was one of 16 people who addressed the crowd. She says the new clinic in Illinois is a sign of Planned Parenthood's struggles in Missouri. This is desperation. They are clinging on in the last havens of people who think abortion should not only be, as they say, safe and legal, but they encourage it. Planned Parenthood expects the new clinic will open by the end of the month. Reporting from Fairview Heights, I'm Eric Schmidt, St. Louis Public Radio. The city of St. Louis has demolished hundreds of vacant buildings this year, which has created more empty lots. As St. Louis Public Radio's Shayla Farzan reports, the city is running a pilot program designed to maintain those properties. The city owns thousands of vacant lots, and it's tough for crews to maintain them. So now officials are testing a pilot program that pays local businesses to mow these properties and collect trash. The contracts were awarded through a competitive bid process. But Laura Ginn with the St. Louis Development Corporation says the goal is to support business owners who live in the city. We have money to do lot maintenance, so how do we get those dollars back into the pockets of those disinvested neighborhoods. The program focuses on neighborhoods with the most vacant land. Crews are maintaining 300 vacant properties through next month, after which the city will decide whether to continue the program next year. I'm Shayla Farzan, St. Louis Public Radio. The St. Louis Cardinals will open the National League Championship Series at home. The Cards advanced by beating the Braves yesterday in Atlanta 13-1. St. Louis came out strong with a record-setting first inning. It's called Wong, infield in. Wong lines one into left center field. That's down. That's going to go to the wall. Two more runs are going to score, and Colton Wong makes it 9 to nothing. Just one of the big hits in that first inning. Our thanks to TBS and Major League Baseball for the audio. The Cardinals scored 10 runs in the first, biggest first inning in playoff history. Outfielder Dexter Fowler says the team is ready for the next challenge. You know, we, we, we come out and, and we face diversity well, for, for a lot of the season. You know, a lot of people have counted us out, and, and, uh, and I don't think we're going we're, we're, we're to give up soon. That challenge will be the Washington Nationals in a best-of-seven series starting tomorrow at Bush Stadium. We'd like to know your thoughts about the Gateway, even about what we could do better. 
Email your comments to feedback at stlpublicradio.org. When most people think of abstract art, they associate the genre with artists like Jackson Pollock. But many of the African-American innovators have not received the same acclaim as their white counterparts. As St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports, two St. Louis institutions are putting the spotlight on black artists. Lamarl A. Gatewood has come quite a long way from his art class at University City High School. In four decades, his career has taken him to a lot of places, but he considers his inclusion in a collection at the St. Louis Art Museum as a crowning achievement. It's an honor to be in the museum. I, I have been wanting to be in that museum for a long time because that's my hometown. Gatewood has devoted much of his career to abstract art. His untitled piece at the Art Museum is in a collection with those of his heroes, among them the late Herbert Gentry and Norman Lewis. They painted for decades, but didn't receive acclaim in the U.S. until later in life. It's a frustrating reality for Gatewood, who doesn't want to have a similar fate. I'm scared out of my wits. I don't want to be 75, and then all of a sudden I'm getting more recognition. I need to have that recognition now. I'm 65 years old. Gatewood might not have to worry too much longer. In recent years, African-American abstract artists have received increased attention. A collection of abstract art by African-American artists is being displayed at the St. Louis Art Museum through March 22nd. It's a gift from art collectors Ronald Ollie, a St. Louis native, and his wife Monique. The couple has been collecting for three decades. Ronald Ollie says it's a shame that abstract artists like Lewis never received the acclaim that white artists have. He never got the notoriety of the other group, and his value, it, just not, it didn't go anywhere, whereas the De Koonings and the Pollocks and the Franz Kleins, they soared, their prices soared, their exhibition history soared, their notoriety soared. Ali attributes much of the growing interest in black abstract artists to the growth of African-American art institutions, and he says African-American galleries play a significant role in erasing the profiles of artists. It's a role St. Louis-based 10th Street Gallery is committed to. The gallery was founded in 2011 by Patricia and Solomon Thurman. Its current exhibit, Abstract Connections Near and Far, runs until November 2nd. It focuses on black artists with St. Louis ties. Solomon Thurman says he hopes the exhibit inspires young artists and that more people are exposed to their work. I think there needs to be more black artists being used in the general public and not necessarily in a gallery setting. You know, it, be, it should be used as part of the educational system. The emphasis on education is important to Thurman and the Ollies. The collection at the St. Louis Art Museum is dedicated to Ronald Ollie's parents, who would take him to the museum as a child. Monique Ollie says she hopes the exhibit will honor the legacy of Ronald Ollie's parents by encouraging students to become artists. This also is about education. Um, you know, we saw when it was open to the public you know, fifth grade students, you know, just marveling over this, this, these works of art. Um, so it, it's just been remarkable. Back at the St. Louis Art Museum, curator Gretchen L. Wagner is helping lead a tour of the Ollie collection. She explains many of the techniques and methods African-American abstract artists used. And you see here, he, he adopted acrylic paint as his um, favorite medium. That analysis is something the Ollies want to hear all the time. 
The deep dive in African-American art history is something that is captivating art curators across the country, including Valerie Cassell Oliver, a curator from the Virginia Museum of Fine Arts. She hopes this growing interest isn't just a passing fad, but something more permanent. It's one thing to invest in showing an artist. It's another thing to permanently bring that artwork into an institution and allow it to help expand or shape what that institutional narrative is. That could mean artists like Gatewood get their due while they're alive. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Casares edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. Follow me on Twitter at Wayne Radio. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.